If you'd like to be seated, we're now going to light the Advent candle. I'm going to invite the Hancock family to come out, mob-handed, and uh, using the special lighter wand we have here, I'm going to get it. I did say they should just say Lumos, and uh, it will light, but that's not going to work. Those of you that have not read Harry Potter won't get that joke at all. So who's going <laughs> to... Who's going to do that? There we are. So there is the third Advent candle. And we light one for each week in Advent so that uh, we just remember the idea of moving towards uh, the Christ child appearing. That's beautifully it. Round of applause, I think, for the Hancock family. Thank you very much indeed. That is fantastic. I shall put this up here. So at Christmas time, we come together to remember the wonder of new life coming into the world. We all become children again. As we hear the story of the journey to Bethlehem, the song of the angels, the surprise of the shepherds, and their joy as they found Jesus in the manger. But we must not forget that Jesus was born into poverty, and so we remember now all who are hungry and cold. We must not forget that he became a refugee, and so we remember now the stranger and the lonely among us. And we must not forget that he felt the pain of life and death, and so we remember now those who are ill or anxious, or bereaved. And because we know he came that we might be able to live life to the full, let us be present to the story of his birth, so that some of his wonder may be born in us today. Then God said, let us make man and woman in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man and woman in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the air and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. Thanks be to God.
The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of shadow and death. A light has dawned. For, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Thanks be to God. The angel Gabriel visits Mary. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. Thanks be to God. The angels appeared to the shepherds. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angels said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. 
And suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Thanks be to God. John unveils the mystery of the Incarnation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God from the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Thanks be to God. Well, I'm sure you, you kind of missed the fact this year that it's our 50th anniversary. Um, and it's an amazing thought to think that this community has supported the Aspen Chapel for 50 years to carry on and do all the work uh, that's been done. And there's nobody else that does actually support us. There's no one else. We haven't got you know, a big organization or a denomination. It's all supported through the local community, and we are so grateful 
uh, that we can be here and serve the community in that way. And to that end, we're now going to have our offertory. Uh, so just invite you to give what you can. Thank you. So, of course, it's traditional as we come together as a community at these holidays to open our hearts and to think of those people who are less fortunate uh, than ourselves, people around the world and in our community, and just hold them in our hearts. So, to that end, let's pray. We do open our hearts and begin by praying for all who are visiting our community at this moment, this holiday time, all who have traveled here up and down the valley. Pray for safety on the ski slopes. Particularly pray for all those who are working, those in restaurants, those on the lifts, everybody who is uh, enabling our community to function. We pray for a, a peaceful holidays here. Pray for a peaceful holidays in our country as well, particularly pray for love and peace to be in the hearts of our leaders, in the hearts of leaders all around the world. We do pray for those who are living in war zones, living under unjust regimes, living in circumstances where they're not able to escape. We pray for those who are suffering from the effects of climate change, particularly suffering from floods or very hot weather, particularly in Australia. We pray for those who are in prisons. Pray for those who are homeless, those who are hungry. We particularly think of those in our community who are close to us, Particularly pray for Rita Hunter, Heather Morrow, Pat Smith, Brett McKenzie, Elizabeth Robin Morse and her pregnancy. And today we particularly pray for Nancy Schinkman, uh, who has had got congenital heart disease, was flown to Denver and had a 10-hour heart surgery and is going to have another heart surgery on Monday. Pray for David Harrod with food poisoning. Pray for Howard Meglery of Howard's Last Chance Garage, who's having tests on a growth. Pray for Michael Abdo having tests. Also pray for Petra Krimmel, young mother with fourth stage cancer. And we just take a moment just to think of those who we know are suffering at the moment. We just open our hearts to them. Just remember them in our mind's eye now. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.